Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider and a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Witch Trials and says, Am I the asshole for yelling at my mother after she ruined my graduation? I, 18 male, graduated from high school this year. Since May, me and my mother, 44 female, worked hard to make decorations and themes for the graduation party. I graduated officially over a month ago and it was the happiest day of my life to date. For context, my mother and I have also been taking care of my elderly grandfather too. I will admit, she did most of the decorations because I haven't had the time to help. The times I have helped, I've stayed up until 2 to 4 a.m. We went to the clubhouse where we were hosting the party and we set everything up. The next day was the party. My parents have been fighting a lot with my mother claiming that my dad, 44 male, wasn't faithful. She hasn't had any evidence and hasn't been looking for any either. She and my dad made a deal that it wouldn't involve me or my brother, 24 male, in their relationship issues. My mother violated this deal the same day by venting to me about everything my father supposedly has done. The party was pretty great and I was having fun. Near the end of the night, my mother was drunk. She claimed she wasn't and my dad, cousins and aunt even brought up that my mother should stop drinking for the night. She threw a fit and all her anger was focused only on my father. She yelled at him and made very self-depreciating remarks like, I'm just a stupid drunk. She claimed that people called her that even though no one ever did. She refused to listen to reason and when we cleaned things up, she purposely moved things the wrong way so it would take longer. Me and my dad ended up going home while my brother promised to drive her. I was so embarrassed by her behavior and I felt so bad. I wasn't told what to do with the card box and neither was my dad. After we got everything sorted out, he gave me the box and just told me to open it. I did and that ended up with my mum opening my room and getting pissed that I opened the cards. My mum and dad fought throughout the night and at one point yelled at my brother who wasn't even involved in the situation. I have never yelled at this woman in my life but I yelled at her now. In response she said, you're welcome OP for all of this. I said I thank you for the party but I won't be thanking you for your behaviour. Now she won't talk to me or my dad despite it being the next day. She constantly says sorry for ruining your party in a very sarcastic way. I don't know how to feel about this anymore. I genuinely can't tell whether or not I was in the right to be angry at her. On one hand, she was drunk. On the other hand, she blew things out of proportion and outright lied about what my family said. She was drunk and clearly not in the right state of mind. Now, this is a pretty simple one for me and absolutely not the arsehole. You're perfectly valid to feel the way that you do. She ruined your party with her behavior. She should be apologizing for it. It's as simple as that to me. And I always find it incredibly sad when people double down with their behavior, you know, sarcastically saying, sorry, I ruined your party rather than having a 
heartfelt apology for ruining your graduation party. You know, that's not a small thing. That's absolutely huge. So yeah, not the asshole from me. But Clocktopus says I'm not the asshole in any way. Mum has problems and can't handle her booze. Don't apologize to alcoholics for being shitty when they are drunk. It just enables them. Sounds like maybe mum thinks she can make you uncomfortable enough to pretend it didn't happen. If you allow that, I wonder what the next ruined event will be. Opie replies and says she isn't an alcoholic. She doesn't usually get drunk and the only time she's gotten drunk are usually parties. I'm not sure how much alcohol she can handle usually, but she usually only drinks a margarita or two at home on occasion. Stoat King says you are 100% right to be angry with her. People that can't take their drink shouldn't drink and if they do, whatever shit they cause is 100% down to them. I was drunk is one of the worst excuses there is and is super ineffective. I don't know how to feel about this anymore. Don't second guess yourself. It is blindingly obvious how you should feel. The only reason you can't see it is because you are too close to have perspective. And one more comment from Big Account who says not the arsehole. Your mother owes you a huge apology. Her behavior was embarrassing and ruined your party. I'm sure you would have rather not had a party at all than have her publicly embarrass you. She did ruin your party. She needs help. She needs to get into therapy for paranoia. If she isn't an alcoholic, then there's a chance she's going down that road to self-medicate whatever mental issue she's having. If she doesn't get treated soon, she's just going to get worse and worse. I think you and the rest of the family should calmly have a sit-down talk in a couple of days. Once she's had a chance to cool down and try to convince her to get into therapy, she might not even remember how bad her behavior really was, but that is no excuse. If I buy you a car and then immediately crash it and then demand you thank me that I bought you a car to begin with, it would be obvious how ridiculous that is. That is what she did to you. Also, your mum should not be venting to you at all about her relationship problems. Does your dad know? If not, you should tell him. Your mum really needs to see a therapist. You are her child, not a therapist, and not her best friend, not a doctor, not her husband, a child. Don't feel bad for your actions. Her behavior is wrong. Not just for what happened at the party, but for her using you as an emotional garbage dump too. So OP comes back into the post with an update and says, I just want to say thank you to everyone who reassured me and who shared their opinions on the matter. I do have some news to share that I think would be a bit of a relief, as well as some clarification on things that were rather worrying. One, my mother is not an alcoholic. I noticed a few Redditors stating that her behavior was typical traits of an alcoholic, and one person told me to look around the house. There isn't any alcohol that she drinks around the house, and she hadn't drank any alcohol since the incident. The reasons I know she hasn't drank any are these. A, her father, my grandfather, is elderly and a recovering alcoholic. Like I stated before, we take care of him. The slightest smell of alcohol, even just alcohol wipes, can cause him to become sick. B, she has been between these three places for the past few days. Work, home, and our grandfather's abode. She wouldn't even be able to buy any. C, the only alcohol in the house currently is leftover beer. None of us enjoy beer, including my father. Two, my mother does have some undiagnosed issues. We suspect she has some form of BPD, autism and ADHD, possibly all three, and I ended up with those three personally. On the actual update, I applied for college and got in. When I told my mother, she seemed relatively upset, likely because I didn't tell her when I'd be applying. I applied the very night that everything happened and was accepted this morning. I'm not sure what she talked with my father about, but the two have begun sleeping in the same bedroom again. For clarification, my mother slept on the couch for a while and last night they were in the same room. When she entered my room, she and I talked for a bit. 
She explained how sorry she was about the graduation ordeal and also told me how proud she was of me. She also said that she was now banned from Fireball. An alcoholic shot, I think. Hopefully, everything turns out fine now. Thank you to everyone for your support and thank you to everyone who stayed around to read this fully. Edit 1, please stop referring to my mother as an alcoholic. And edit 2, please respect my boundaries. I don't believe my mother is an alcoholic and quite frankly, that isn't even the subject matter of this post. Don't debate something that isn't even the subject matter, guys. And a lot of the comments were just referring to actual Fireball itself and they can't believe that OP doesn't know what Fireball is. And to be quite honest, I don't either. I had to look it up and apparently it's some sort of whiskey that's nearly 40% proof or something. Other people still talking about, you know, none of your reasoning about why your mum can't be an alcoholic makes sense and people continue down that path as well. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. From Purple Sloth Throwaway, which does come with an update, which is dated nine months later. And the story is originally titled, Would I be the arsehole for sending my niece on a road trip? I-42 female would like to send my niece, 22 female, on a road trip for her graduation gift. The backstory, my family has tradition of sending high school graduates on a road trip with friends as a graduation present. My parents did the same thing when they were younger and took us on many road trips as kids. They're some of my best memories. My niece is graduating from college in May and I want to pay for her to go on a road trip with some friends. COVID hit when she graduated high school so I wasn't able to offer a road trip then. The problem is my sister-in-law, my husband's sister, she's a very uptight and controlling woman. She's a very good mum but keeps my niece on a short leash. My niece has always had strict routines and rules, such as no dating, no concerts, no going out with friends, no frivolous spending, etc. My niece is an absolutely wonderful person and is graduating with a degree in chemical engineering and plans on attending grad school. I want her to actually have some fun before she jumps in grad school and a full adult life. My sister-in-law doesn't want niece to go. She thinks road trips are frivolous and expensive. She's an extremely frugal person, extremely dangerous and a waste of time. My sister-in-law does admit she's not a very fun person and that she knows she overreacts to lots of things. When I brought up the road trip recently and me covering all costs, she said absolutely not. Even though my niece is an adult, she still thinks she can control her daughter. My niece very much wants to go, but also doesn't want to disappoint her mum. I tried talking to my sister-in-law about all her objections. Niece has a good car, knows how to fix many things on it, has AAA roadside assistance. All the girls going are mature, but not partiers. No one is interested in getting drunk and driving. Her family all along their planned route, and she wouldn't have to spend a dime of her own money. As a side note, I paid for niece to go to school outside what a scholarship didn't cover and sister-in-law is still not willing to budge. This is where I might be the arsehole. I told niece she is an adult and she gets to make her own decisions. I will pay for the trip if she wants to go no matter what my sister-in-law says. But I worry that I am overstepping and getting between my niece and her mum. I love my sister-in-law but I don't think it's fair to make my niece have a small life. Life is dangerous and frivolous and it's okay to not run from that. My husband says I should just drop it so I don't damage my niece's relationship with her mum. So would I be the arsehole paying for my niece to go on this trip? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Now, for me, it's a not the arsehole, and I think the comments will likely go down this route as well. She's an adult. She gets to make these decisions for herself. But I think it's very likely that it's going to cause some tension, possibly even damage the relationship between yourself, your husband, and sister-in-law. She's clearly not going to agree with it, and I think she's wrong for doing so. And you obviously don't want to damage any of the relationships around you. So I just think, is it possible, you know, you may have already gone down this path too many times already, but just having that sit down conversation, explaining your life experiences and what she may be missing out on by not doing it. I'd consider this quite a big moment. She's starting to separate herself from her mum, becoming an adult herself by going on this trip with her friends and enjoying herself. I think it's more than just a trip. It's a big experience in adult life and maybe giving sister-in-law something to think about along those lines. Obviously not in a patronizing way or anything like that. Just this is what I did and it helped me in this way. And obviously you don't have to go down that path, but, but it potentially may be beneficial for sister-in-law to understand at the same time. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking fluff there, but let's check out some comments to see what they say. We start off with hella hella good shit. <laughs> Who says not the asshole? What you said is true. She is an adult. This has nothing to do with her mother. This is between you and her. She needs to learn how to differentiate herself from her mother. You are helping her to do that. Good job. Anageli says, not the arsehole. You didn't say anything untrue to your niece. She absolutely is an adult and is free to make her own decisions. The reality is that maybe the relationship between your niece and her mother needs a little bit of damage. The kind that happens in most mother-daughter relationships during the daughter's teen years. In order to transition to a healthy adult dynamic. S says, hmm, you would not be the arsehole, really, but be prepared for the wedge you're likely driving between you and your family and potentially between niece and her mum. You are encouraging something sister-in-law has specifically said she doesn't want. Niece is old enough to make her own decisions, but sister-in-law isn't stupid enough to think this is just a massive coincidence and that niece just happens to want to do the one thing you've been encouraging her to do. Your mark will be all over this decision and sister-in-law will likely hate you for it. I'm not saying sister and Laura is necessarily right, but that's likely how she will react. OP says, and that's what I'm worried about. Most of niece experiencing things outside of her mother's comfort zone has been because of me. My sister-in-law thinks tight control will keep her daughter safe. And I know you can never guarantee safety. I love her very much. 
She's overcome a lot and her daughter is a top priority, but she has no coping mechanisms other than control and a tight grip. But I guess I'm just deciding if this is the hill I want to die on. Dr. Obo says, not the asshole. Nisa's an adult and you're offering a gift. If she wants to go, she can go. It sounds like her mum is not really financially involved in her schooling, so it is whatever. If your sister-in-law wants to shoot herself in the foot and die on a hill of not having fun, so be it. Her daughter deserves to do the things she wants to do. And one more comment from Select Anxiety who says, not the asshole, but you need to let this rest. You've made your offer and your niece knows it, but unless you are willing to financially and emotionally support that young lady if she accepts and her mother cuts her off, you need to stop pushing it. So OP does update the post and they said, I followed the advice that some people gave me from my last post. I told my sister-in-law I was going to give niece the money for the trip and then I would drop it. I told my niece the same thing. I'd give her the money and let her make her own decisions. A few months later, my niece came to me and said she was taking the trip after a lot of consideration. She told her mum and it didn't go well. Unfortunately, it caused a huge fight between them and my niece didn't talk to her mum for over two months. During that time, my sister-in-law bombarded me with accusations of taking her daughter away. Eventually, I blocked her on my phone, so the only way she could talk to me was through my husband, her brother. My husband took my side, but tried to soothe my sister-in-law, telling her she raised a mature and capable person, and she had to let go or lose her daughter forever. During that time, my niece was planning her trip, but also really missed her mum. She called me crying a lot, but never backed down on taking the trip. It was her mum that finally cracked, and after months of not talking, she reached out to my niece and apologised. Things improved a little bit, but sister-in-law was still against the trip. My niece told her it didn't matter. She was going and that was that. Niece and her friends did go on their trip and just got back last week. They had tons of fun. The only problem they had were one flat tire and a bad sunburn on their first beach day. They ended up at Disneyland and spent a few days just having the time of their lives. Niece was nice enough to call her mum daily and provide updates to help her mum not flip out too bad. Sister-in-law wasn't happy about her going, but admitted niece would have put her foot down at some point and the trip was a good excuse. She's still not happy with me, but she did thank me for always loving her daughter, even if we have vastly different ways of showing it. Niece is still negotiating how to have a better relationship with sister-in-law. So yeah, niece had fun and is working on a relationship with sister-in-law. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from DiligentPick7424. It says, Am I the Arsehole for buying my son a car, but not my daughter? I, 47 male, made the promise to my two kids, Ronan, 21, and Lana, 18. I told them if they graduated high school with above a 3.5 GPA, I would buy them a new car in addition to a graduation gift. Ronan absolutely rocked high school. He was his class valedictorian and played three sports, was the captain of the debate team, participated in model UN conferences frequently, was on the student council and volunteered extensively. He now goes to an Ivy League school with a generous scholarship. Of course, he more than met my requirement and I bought him a nice car that he chose. Lana, on the other hand, struggled. She needed tutoring all four years and barely had any extracurriculars. I'd never say this to her face, but I'm just relieved that she graduated at all. I'm proud of her for working so hard to pass her classes, but she mostly got D's and C's and plans on going to our local community college that basically takes anyone. Unfortunately, she didn't get a high enough GPA to meet my requirements. 
I did get her a nice graduation gift, but it wasn't nearly as expensive as Ronan's car. When the end of the school year rolled round, Lana started showing me different used cars that she would like. I assumed that she was planning on buying one for herself and wanted my advice, so I worked with her to find one in good condition at a fair price, and she finally picked one out. The trouble came about two weeks after she made a decision about her car. She came to me and asked, whatever happened to the car I wanted? I was confused. I was confused and I said, I don't know, did you buy it? From there, we both became more and more incredulous until it came out that she had expected me to buy the car for her. Apparently for years, she had assumed that my promise to buy her a new car if she got a certain GPA meant that I would buy her a used car regardless of her academic accomplishments. She accused me of favoritism and misogyny and said that if Ronan had failed school, her words like she had, I would have still bought him a car because he's my favorite and also a boy. This is not and was never the case. If she had just asked, I would have made this clear to her. Lana went to the rest of the family with some sob story about favoritism and now, nearly a month later, my sister, brother and parents have all chipped in to get Lana a used car. Everyone who chipped in has been very distant to me and Ronan. I've tried to explain myself but no one would give me the time of day. Ronan is the only one who doesn't think I'm a misogynist and a terrible father. Am I the arsehole? Now, I'm not sure if this is relevant for everywhere. I'm not academically minded at all. Didn't even know what a GPA was until a moment ago. But I googled a 3.5 GPA and it says it's a B plus letter grade, which I understand a little bit more. Although I say that on another chart I'm looking at, it's a 90% as an A minus. I don't know. You have to give me your input on that one. And I'm afraid this is going to be a you're the arsehole from me. You know, I'd never understand why people make a deal like that to begin with. There's so many things that can happen during someone's schooling or college or, or whatever that can affect your grade in different ways. We're talking mental health issues. Uh, let, let me, just an example of my end of school year. As I said, I'm not academically minded anyway. My last year of high school was absolutely awful. I can't remember nothing about what I learned apart from being bullied. Obviously, I'm not saying that's what happened to Lana in this case, but it's just one thing that can happen that can absolutely destroy your education in your last year and has me questioning, why would you make a deal like that in the first place? I know you want to encourage them to do well, and it's not even like Lana didn't try. You said yourself that she was working so hard to pass her classes. I can't blame Lana for feeling incredibly sad about this. You know, the offer is super nice and, you know, Having to look forward to a car if you pass your grades it would be absolutely amazing. But the things that sometimes they can't fully control, it's just sad to me. Pitfall says you're the arsehole for making this deal in the first place. Not everyone is a academic rock star. And by your own admission, Lana tried hard. She just isn't on the same academic level as Ronan. You seriously couldn't help her out with getting a used car. OK Context says, I would say not the arsehole for sticking to a deal and promise. I will say you're the arsehole for the terms of the deal. Why a 3.5 GPA? I think that's pretty absurd. Why couldn't it be that if you graduated, you'd get a car or you'd split the cost and match what they saved? I'm sure you've always known that your daughter wasn't much of a scholar. So of course it would seem to her that you're playing favorites because your son is bright and would most likely exceed a 3.5 and she wouldn't. You said she had tutors all four years, so she obviously tried. Some people are just more naturally gifted at school. And why do you mention the extracurriculars that your son did and mention that your daughter didn't? It has no bearing on the situation or the deal. This reeks of favoritism. I'm thinking on the back of that comment as well, you know, about the four tutors and she's constantly trying, even though, you know, she's not doing quite as well as her brother. I 
think that's an amazing trait to keep trying to keep doing your best when it isn't going as well as her brother or whatever, but she just keeps on trying her best. I think that's pretty amazing. One more comment from Phoenix who says, you're the arsehole. You set up a very generous offer, but it had stipulations they could not control. Your son had no problems with it, but your daughter clearly did. And you knew she was not meeting those expectations through no fault on her part. Did you never think to readdress this all these years ago with expectations that she could meet? Her assumption was pretty damn smart. She assumed that with a lower GPA, you'd at least get a reused car. But you wouldn't even do that. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Maybe you have a completely different opinion on the whole thing. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below as always now just a huge thank you as always from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time not just towards me but towards one another as well it's always just absolutely fantastic i'm blown away by it to be quite frank and when having a bit of a rough day or whatever and seeing the comments people being kind to one another and responding to each other in a respectful manner is just wonderful to see so thank you so much and hopefully we'll see you in the next one Take care and much love. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.